It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get... Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running with Nick and Dan. Hey, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. This is episode 50. Wow. Go figure. 50. And it's our first snow of the year. Yeah. Here we are. We're in Fall River. It's around our neighborhood. And uh, it's snowing like crazy. And we're going to get some strange looks because we're doing the Santa run today. But on our own. In our own neighborhood. Yeah. People don't think we're crazy enough. Yeah. Maybe does. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so we're doing the Santa dash. Runcast.tv. Mm. is uh, having this little thing where you uh, run a 5K. It doesn't matter where. You know, you can do it at an established race or just, you know, sort of like a worldwide half. But you have to wear some sort of Santa gear. Yes. So guess what we're wearing? (laughs) We got hats on. Uh And uh, you got some red and green. And you got green uh, mitten type things, gloves. I'll take a picture of you. Sure. They're actually shooting our video today, too. Yeah, you're supposed to record it and upload it to Runcast TV to prove that you actually did it, so there's no lying. <laughs> Santa doesn't like lying. Yeah, doesn't like naughty boys and girls. Ooh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. We're in trouble. All right, well, no. We already know that we're not on his list. Yeah, because we yeah. checked yeah, at uh, Santa's. A podcast ago at the Edaville Run. Yep. Oh well. Yeah. Eh, well. You get nothing for Christmas. We'll just buy our own presents then. I'm buying my own damn presents. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. A hippopotamus is all I want. Pop says a hippo will eat me up a den. Teacher says a hippo is a vegetarian. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Actually, Mac is making us buy our own presents. Yeah. Little update on your computer. It's being sent to Apple to be fixed. Your all your hard drive uh, data is safe. Yeah. We got that backed up to an external. That we just bought an external. Yeah. Hard drive. A terabyte Seagate drive. In case anybody's interested, I know people are. Just I don't know why, but they are. <laughs> But at least my stuff was saved, and now they're probably going to replace the logic board and probably the hard drive because the hard drive wasn't working all that great either. That wasn't too, uh, yeah, it yeah was, <laughs> that wasn't it was any little, great shakes either. It was a little dicey. Yeah. Anyway, so we're doing two things at once. We're all non-zenny. I know we're multitasking. According to the runners' roundtable, that's like we're smoking pot right now. I know. <laughs> fun. <laughs> I'm not good at the whole keep it focused thing. I'm a big multitasker. I do focus very well when I do something. But yeah, you do have a great amount of focus. But I have to think about multiple things at the same time. I can't just like do one thing and that's it. Yeah, I, I've never been able to do that, but I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay if I'm not zen-like. I, as a student, I used to watch TV and study. 
and I got all A's pretty much top of my class so I think it, was, it worked fine yeah yeah uh, so we're recording the video and we're doing this we've thought about bringing the dogs no but no way <laughs> Yeah. And Stanley doesn't want to come out anyway because he's under the blankets right now. He doesn't like the cold. If you weren't a dog, you'd be having hot cocoa with marshmallows right now. He loves marshmallows. That dog cannot get enough marshmallows. He does eat marshmallows. You're right. He does. He munches them in a weird sort of way. He sort of he savors them and yeah. rolls them around in his mouth. Yeah, because he's a pointer. He's got a big floppy mouth, <laughs> and he just sort of you see him like rolling it around like in his mouth, and then he finally chews it and yeah. eats it. Not that you should feed your dog marshmallows, but it's really funny. <laughs> this is cute. <laughs> sure. Yep. Thumb, 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 thumb of the pom pom. Yeah, pom pom is kind of bouncing. Yeah, so I'm wearing a Bahumba hat, and you're wearing a season greeting hat. Yeah. So I'm anti Santa Claus to your Santa Claus. <laughs> you're not much of a fan of the holiday season. It's too stressful for me. You have fun. I like doing everything. I like putting the lights up on the house, yeah. which I've already done. I put up most of the lights. Yep. You like shopping. Oh yeah. Presents. Yep. Sneaking looks at presents. <laughs> you last year. Yeah. Yeah. You can check last year around Christmas. You caught me. T- <laughs> you caught me on the live on the podcast actually. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think it was. We were recording. You had stuff from the attic all over your back. Because yeah, I'd been mucking around in the attic. And you never found anything. No, I didn't. I never have to um, look around because I always guess. Yeah. I'm never surprised. <laughs> have you surprised me? I think a couple of times. I ended, though. Oh, come on. You faked it? <laughs> Sometimes girls fake it. No way. Never. Yeah. <laughs> it's more common than you know. <laughs> I like the, all the trappings of the holiday. Driving around and walking around to uh, see all the lights other people put up. And... Yeah, I like the lights, I guess. I just kind of drink my tea and wait for January. <laughs> see, Christmas can be a happy time. Yeah, it can be. Always miserable. <laughs> always. Yeah, always. Come <laughs> I just had a lot of memories of good Christmases. I had a lot of bad memories of Christmases. See, we gotta change that. See, when we start having kids and stuff, we'll teach them to uh, have a happy Christmas. Well, I'll fake it for them, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at faking it. Hey. All right, enough. <laughs> sent me a Christmas card today. I almost wish there weren't a holiday season. I know nobody likes me. Why do we have to have a holiday season to emphasize it? It's fun. I know you listen to Christmas music the minute it turns Thanksgiving on. Yeah. This year, I almost couldn't help myself. I had to start. I had to start a little early. Oh, just like the stores. I have a Christmas Carol on audiobook by Charles Dickens, mm-hmm. and I just listen to that a lot. Yeah. I know like the entire story by heart practically. Yeah, Dickens is one of my favorites, but I do. I like the. I like the screen adaptation. So. 
of his works. Scrooge, the singing Albert Finney Scrooge. Yeah. That's my favorite. I, I think that one's my favorite too, to be honest. I, but, it, see, I have good memories of that. I watched that with my mom a lot. And she always liked that Thank You Very Much song. Yeah, I love that one. Okay. I, like I hate people. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I liked that one too as a kid. Because I kind of hate people though. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do now. Bottom bug. I'm not getting anything. <laughs> Switches and coal. <laughs> well, I'm a bit grumpy because I had this run of bad luck. I had the computer breaking and all the Garmin before that. And everything I touch electrical keeps breaking. Yeah. Coffee pots, iPods, random stuff. Uh, what else was batteries. it? Yeah. That shower thing. The shower thing. Yeah, we have one of those little, um, one of those devices. Bubbles that cleans the showers. That's it. Yeah, that thing. Turned it on, and it fell into many pieces. It was fell off. Yeah. And shattered on the floor. Plus, I've I've had a cold since the last podcast. Uh I had a cold for a while, about a week, and then I had a foot injury in my left foot. Which really hurt. I, I don't know what I did to it. I don't know if it's because my shoes were just getting old. Usually when they get old, I I usually have a few more signs than just absolute pain in my arch and my ankle too. Yeah. But I haven't been running very much all week because I've been in so much pain. It, it would actually wake me up in the middle of the night and just uh, scream and like... Tightness. Yeah. But it's much better now. I just started running again, like yesterday. Yeah, you were worried that it might be plantar fasciitis. It hurt more than, um, more often than when I had it before. Because you had a PF a while back. Yeah. Six or seven years ago. And, it, you know, it's definitely that sort of muscle. Underneath that was really painful. Yeah, your arch of your foot. Yeah. But it wasn't real pain. And uh, I just took some stretches. And it changed to walking. I mean, it was fine to walk on it. Yeah, but when you ran on it, it was, yeah, it was just, just causing you pain. Painful. And then it migrated up to your ankle a little. Yeah. I think probably because, you know, you, you make slight compensations when you run. So it probably threw my ankle off a little bit. Yeah. So I've been limping around a bit. Things seem to be looking a little better now that my stuff is saved on my hard drive after the scare that it might not have been. Yeah. I haven't broken anything in a day. Yeah, so that's good. That's positive. See? A whole day. It's been 24 hours. <laughs> and I'm just starting to run again. I'm taking it. I'm taking it pretty easy. I, mean, I wasn't sure if maybe the speed work was, was giving me some problems. Because whenever I've done speed work in the past, it always, that's how every injury always happens. Yeah, it tends to disagree with you. Yeah, and that's why I haven't really done any, any speed work in years. It's because of the fear of being really injured. Here I am injured again. And this time, I swear, I was trying to really listen to my body. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was sore, if my muscles were sore, I took it off. Yeah. Or, you know, stretched and did what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it still got me. Hopefully it won't last long, and I'll be completely gone before I start marathon training in January. Yeah, because that's when you start for 
Is that the start of it for San Diego? Yep, we're going to start transferring in January. It's 25 weeks away right now, and I signed up. I'm all registered for it. Now we have to book flights and hotel rooms. Yeah, I guess so. And now we have to go. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun because we've never been to San Diego. No, I've wanted to go. I've, I've always wanted to see it. Marathons give us a great excuse to go see lots of different places. Exactly. I, don't know, I think it makes the experience of going there even more fulfilling. Yeah. It's nice to see the sights too, but you know, you feel like you're really participating in the city somehow. I do in the marathon, and this should should be fun because it's a rock and roll one. Mm-hmm. So I think they have a band at every mile. That should be fun for me because I'm going to sit and watch it. Yeah, I know you won't have dogs or anything to do this time. It's okay. Well, I haven't been uh, running a lot lately. I definitely got to make a better schedule and stick to it. It's just been very busy. Uh, I think you've had a lot of excuses, too. Yeah, I have. But uh, I know other people can fit it in. I have more trouble. I think because it takes you, what, like half an hour to get dressed to go run? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand that. I'm very opposite stereotypical roles. I'm always waiting for you. I know. I'm always ready to go. And uh, I'm always waiting for you to put on your makeup. <laughs> makeup? <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you been listening to this trilogy running, guys? Makeup. <laughs> no, I, uh, it just takes me a while. And I've been really very sleepy this week. Oh, are you having trouble sleeping? A little, yeah. I think I may have to cut out coffee again. For a little bit. I think coffee really, you know, it might be a nice jolt, and I like the flavor of it. Yeah. You got me hooked on pumpkin spice again. I've been having trouble sleeping because of the coffee drinking. You know, the thing is, it's like, it'll give me an initial jolt, but I'm kind of tired during, during the whole day. Yeah. And then I can't sleep, I'm edgy at night. Yeah. And I, I never, I, I wasn't a coffee drinker for the longest time, but getting a press right, pumpkin coffee, yeah. and making it all the time. I'm like, oh, I'll have a cup or two. And I got a little addicted. So I've been cutting it down or out. He's helpful. I may switch to tea for a couple of days. I've just been really having trouble sleeping. Like, Actually, you're really hard to have a conversation with. Yeah, I, I had all kinds of brain farts this week. I forgot how much coffee goes in the maker. How could you forget something like that? You're I don't know. Day. I don't know. I make it the same way every day. I totally forgot. I couldn't remember. I also forgot what day it was. Yeah. Which is, um, to be honest, is fairly common with people who work in the newspaper business. Because you're doing like 
that news the day before or yeah sometimes sometimes two days before yeah sometimes you do advanced things and you just forget what day it is especially when you're on the editing end of it yeah I may be doing stuff like weeks in advance days in advance who knows but I totally forgot that on Friday it was Friday that messed me up quite a bit actually because you get all discombobulated. Yeah. You haven't been making a whole lot of sense. No. After about 4 p.m., I just make no sense. It's much earlier than that. Yeah. And then, uh, and it's hard for me to get to sleep, like, when I have to. I'm tired at other points in the day, but not when I have to get to sleep. I think it's the coffee. I think so. Because I think it's the state of your system that screws you up. Yeah. So it's all the caffeine. It hurts at first to go off of it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I had more energy when I didn't drink very much coffee, when I didn't drink any coffee at all, and just a few cups of tea a day. So I always felt far more energetic. I've been just really exhausted this whole weekend. I must have gotten Friday into Saturday. Yeah. I had something like 14 hours of sleep. Yeah. I, I never see you. Because you're always sort of out of it. Or you're going to bed. Yeah. Or you're sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> Fun. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> so my running hasn't been going very great this week. That's actually for a while. I think it's been more than a week. Yeah, it's been for a little while. You only run about once a week now. We used to do the podcast every week. Yeah. I think that kept you on schedule a lot better. I think so. You were more accountable. Plus, we actually physically had to run for the podcast. Yeah. But now it's been every two weeks. So I've been slacking a or little. more. Yeah. More. A little more. Because I was injured and sick last weekend. Yeah. So I have not been getting in the miles I want. Because I want to go out and run. I wanted to do like a five miler. I want to do a six miler. You know, get some real good long runs in. But uh, just haven't been able to do it. Well, I, I well, I, haven't I, been making the time to do it. I should say. Making the time. The thing is, you come home, you complain that you want to run, but you're too tired yeah. for about an hour, and then you've missed your chance to running time. And by the time you're done complaining for an hour, it's, you know, you're too tired to do anything. Yeah. And you get to bed. I just get wiped out from the drive, too. Yeah. So I, I work about an hour from home. Excuses. The thing is, I think you should just, you know, just make a it. schedule and yeah. say, okay, when I get home from work, I'm going to eat a little something. 1.30, I'm going to be out the door, and I'm going to run. Yeah. Like, have a, I do this. This is how yeah. my schedule is. If I'm not sitting and doing my work at, like, 11.30, mm-hmm. whatever time, then it's not right. I, I, I'm, I'm mucking around too much. Yeah. So, I look at the clock a lot. Yeah, I have to definitely factor that into my schedule. You've never been much of a schedule person. No, not really. So I, 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 you know, I, I've seen you just sit and like, you know, you're not really doing anything. You're researching something silly. And then you're complaining that you're not running. And then there's no time to run. 
know, it's hard. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Twelve lords of leaping, eleven ladies dancing, ten pipers piping, nine drummers drumming, eight maids of milking, seven swans of swimming, six geese of laying, Yeah, I have to say, the Santa hats are quite, quite warm. So, they come in Wick and Away version, maybe. Yeah. Nobody's really given this weird look. No, we haven't gotten honked at yet. I don't think really even noticed. Saying nice pom-poms. Yeah. I'm a little surprised. Despite all my complaining, I'm pretty excited about um, starting to train for marathon running. Yeah, so you're doing you're doing another Al Higdon plan? I think so. I haven't really narrowed it down. I was going to do something. Let's face it, you're going to do Hal Higdon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd probably modify it my own way. We split them runs up, or... I don't think I'm going to do splitting runs up in the winter, because it's just too hard to run at night and in the snow. Nice. You often do that for the dog's benefit. Yeah. But taking them out at night... Taking them out at night is not fun. No. And especially in slippery conditions. No. I took Stanley out by myself. I think it was this week, maybe. Yeah. And it was very dark. Yeah. And it was just—it was scary for me, actually, because he pulls like crazy. Yeah. And I'm very good at walking. I've tried. Tried so hard. And I generally don't run him. No. You run him. Yeah. Because uh, you have more control over him. Is there a better runner? Mm-hmm. Well, I think he, he's sort of my dog. Yeah, even though I got him. Yeah. Taking him out in these conditions is a little bit tricky. So you probably won't split up your runs again in half. No. Well, not until it gets a little bit better weather. Yeah, it's been getting dark around 4.30. Yeah. Now that it's um, going to start snowing. But what we did was um, I'm setting up the trainer, the bike trainer in our little sort of exercise room. Mm-hmm. You know, there won't be any excuses for exercise at the very least. Yeah. Somebody right now wearing a TV just reading Santa hat. Yeah. Of course, I'm very bad at putting tires on bikes, apparently. Well, <laughs> you know, get it on. I have to take it to the shop so he can tell me how to do it. <laughs> well, first he thought he gave you the wrong size. Yeah. You have 32-inch rims. Yeah. Give you a 23-inch tire. Yeah. Or millimeter or whatever it is. Yeah. The, my original tire is much bigger than it, and you wouldn't believe me. I said, no, it's really bigger. You know, the circumference of it is really bigger. And eventually I got him to say, well, I think it might be stretched out. That's what I wanted. Once I get that tire on, you won't have an excuse. No. If you're not running, at least you're exercising. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're not exercising very much at all. No. Either. Sorry, you're like a trash No, it's all right. These were concerns that you had brought up before. It's all right, Sean and Jason. <laughs> I am looking forward to uh, doing the trainer. Yeah. I mean, I was looking forward to getting a treadmill, but I don't think we ever said this, but we're not going to get one. No. We can't, we just can't afford it. Um, actually, all the Mac stuff that we have to do to fix the Mac and um, get hardware for it, like 
Hey, new mixture in a drive. Yeah. That would cost more than a whole treadmill. They busted the budget. Yeah. Hey, someone noticed. Hey. <laughs> That's uh, all the expenses busted our treadmill budget. Yeah. So, besides, we had gotten quite a bit of advice yeah. saying we probably couldn't get one that was that was going to be really, really great. Yeah, it would probably great. For our budget, so. Well, we have the trainer. Yeah. And actually, I mean, before you wanted a treadmill, that's what I had planned on doing was maybe at night, cross training with a little bike trainer stuff to get the tire on it. Yeah, <laughs> first that has to happen. As I mentioned, I'm not mechanically inclined at all. Really? <laughs> That's the coffee pot explodes. I know. That's well, the... I let you do it, but you don't know how to do it. Oh, I don't know how to put a tire on at all, no. Well, I took a class, but it was a couple of years ago. And, you know, I don't put tires on and off very often. And my, my other tire, which is a little stretched out, is a lot easier to put on than this new one. Because it's a little stretched out? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I should get, I should mention, I, get, I got a tire that's specifically for the trainer. Yeah. It's, it's smooth and it's thin. Yeah. So that it won't be so noisy on the trainer. Yeah. They won't wear out my regular tire. You normally have cyclocross tires. Yeah. Which are a little bit nubbly. A little. Jeez. Oh, it gets very noisy when it rolls, when it goes on the roller. It's not really meant for that. No. I don't usually put it on the trainer with that. I usually, actually, I've used your bike, which is a hybrid. Yeah. Smoother tires. Last year I used your bike. Mm-hmm. But I thought I'd go out and actually buy it for the trainer. Why not? It's a learning experience. Yeah. I just like them in the bike shop. They're very nice. It's just, every time I go there, it's like a two or three visit. Yeah. For some reason. Our bike shop, we, we do have a bike shop, which is in Westport. Yeah. Right nearby. Yeah, you can't just go there once. No. You can't. Every time you go there... Something happens. Yeah, they're inexplicably shut. Yeah. So we have to go back. <laughs> or we go there... And we find something, but it's the wrong thing. Yeah. Have to go back, or... Or something broke. Like, you had a bike that was constantly breaking. Yeah, the first bike I bought from there yeah. a couple of years ago, it was just... It was just yeah. They sold well, me... They shouldn't have sold you a bike. Because they admitted they sold me a bike yeah. when I brought it back, like, about the seventh time or so. Yeah. Saying this thing keeps falling apart on me. Yeah, gears wouldn't change. I don't know. Things kept bending. Wrong. <laughs> Yeah, metal bits kept clicking against other metal bits they weren't supposed to click against. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, you can't just go there once. It's a, one trip always turns into four. Yeah. Always. And it's held, held true this time. They're very nice. I just, I, you know, I don't want to see them that much. <laughs> they don't want to see me again. No. I know. I think every time they see you, they're like, oh, God, that guy. Yeah. you were there. Once a week with a problem with that first bike. Yeah. Until they finally admitted that they sold you a bike. Yeah. And said, okay, I'll sell you another one. <laughs> yeah, they were really annoyed with me because I kept coming back. Well, they shouldn't, they shouldn't have been annoyed. They should have sold you a better bike. See, they sold you a better bike and now you haven't do that. No, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> you know what? You may have something there. Yeah. <laughs> Sell good stuff. <laughs> I know. Don't, don't get your craft stuff out. I think they wanted to get, it was like the end of the year sale when we went. That's why I got a good deal on my bike. Do so you have a red line yeah. cyclocross bike? Yeah. It really suits my needs. I, just, I think I need to take another class on how to do everything. Yeah, well, because you don't do it every day. Yeah. Because bike riding isn't your primary uh, no. sport. Obviously, it's running. 
I planned on doing more, but I got so into the running. Because I bought it before I was running as much as I run now. So I rode it a lot then, <laughs> two years ago. So I do you like running better than biking. It's just so much easier. And I don't know, I don't have to worry about putting tires on things. I don't get a flat tire. Every time I hit my bike out, I get a flat tire. And outside of this past week, I, I'm never really injured from running. Yeah. Aside from all the technical crap. Yeah. The bike, I don't want to take it out in this kind of weather. No. Snow everywhere. But I can run in it. I don't like to ride in the rain. I'm kind of a chicken. I stay to the bike paths mostly <laughs> when I ride because I'm afraid of traffic. Yeah. I, I, when I have taken it out in the real world outside, there's been some near accidents. And not my fault, it's people on cell phones coming out of their driveway. That's happened at least a couple of times since getting crap out of me. <laughs> really scared me. <laughs> people just are really not aware around here about bike riders. I don't think there's a lot of riding here in Fall River. I don't think so, no. I think like, places like California probably have a lot more riders than in this area in particular. It's pretty hilly here. Yeah. We're gliding along with the song of a wintry fairyland. Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy cozy are we. We're snuggled up together like birds of a feather would be. Let's take the road before us and sing a chorus. 3.1. How about you? 2.88. Okay. I'm well, by my watch. Yeah, we're way off. We took a walk yesterday and uh, saw some Christmas lights in the neighborhood. There's some pretty good ones. Someone has one of those old-timey big plastic Santa statues with a light in the bottom. They love those. Like those blow-up ones with ourselves inside them that move. I'm not too big about those now. It must be such a waste of energy having to constantly keep it inflated. Yeah, I understand why I have to have a constant blowing of fans. Some blow- of them don't move. Yeah. yeah. I understand for the car cell pipes that... That revolves around in there. But I don't understand that this is a snowman standing there. So I need the fan to blow up his butt all, all night. Exactly. I can even blow it up. I know, like a balloon. Yeah. I'll put some of the pictures of our Christmas lights up on the blog. Yeah. When we release this as the audio. Yeah, you're proud of your handiwork. Yes, I am. I got it perfect this year. Yeah. Put up one string of icicles, and half of it was dead. Yeah. But I thought, oh, screw it. I'm not taking that down. The next day, he said, oh, did you fix those lights? I said, no, why? He said, because they're on again. It's a Christmas miracle. Oh, wow. That's exciting. I really believe in that. Not really, but... <laughs> So, that was a 5K in 4121. So how does your foot feel? Good, it feels good. Uh, it still feels a little tight, mm-hmm. um, but not in pain. Yeah, it drove, it drove me nuts that I was, it felt great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, it just felt great. I, I didn't have any twinge of pain anywhere. 
uh, walked, nothing. And then I went for a run. I was in so much pain. <laughs> and then it, it sort of hurt for a little while. So I rested it. I've been, I've been trying to keep it. I'm trying to be good and listening to my body. So if things hurt, I rest. <laughs> yeah, you have been very good about that. Concentrating on other things. I was doing a lot of weightlifting instead. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's not bad when you walk. No. So you've been taking lots of walks with the dogs and stuff. Yeah, because I want to be in shape for the... Uh, the marathon. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I don't want to show up injured. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, are you going to try to go for a marathon PR this time? Well, I don't know. Wow. That's <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, right. <laughs> see people notice now. Yay. Well, at least we didn't get any uh, snowballs chucked at us while we were yeah. running. That's Distinct possibility. Yeah, it's pretty wet. It probably would have stung. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like in a Christmas story when Ralphie gets pelted in the face. Yeah. And just clings to his face like yeah, it's definitely like a that pie. kind of snow. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. I may sound awful Dutch, but my delight is such. I feel as if a losing war's been won for me. And if I had a flag, I'd hang me flag out To add a sort of final victory touch But since I left me flag at home I'll simply have to say Thank you very, very, very much Thank you very, very, very much Hello, we're back inside It's nice and warm Not snowing at all Nope, it's actually pretty sunny. After about three or four days of torrential rains and wind after the snowfall, it's uh, fun. Yeah, it's not very Christmassy. No. <laughs> I don't like that part. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't. Um, so we are inside, and we have a lot of email to go through. Mm-hmm. A Santa bag full of email, <laughs> you might say. Yep. So um, let's kick it off here we got one from renee and renee writes hi nick and dan i've written a short post on my blog about how dan's challenge to lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks has in turn motivated me to do something similar 73 pounds in 79 weeks i'm halfway there 38 pounds in 35 weeks that is pretty amazing but as long as you keep putting out the podcast i will be doing my best to get to shape and he includes a link to a blog post about how our podcast saved his life. I don't know if I want that responsibility. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's all you, Renee. <laughs> it is. It's all you're doing. I didn't. I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. You did it all, Renee. Yeah. Losing thirty-eight pounds in thirty-five weeks—that's amazing. That is freaking awesome. That is really good. He chalks it up to the uh, the ten and ten challenge. I did that a while back with a whole bunch of uh, people from the podcasting, running, twittering community and stuff. And he chalks that up to uh, giving him the idea to start losing some weight and getting into shape and stuff. So challenges do help, though. Yeah. To say. But, see, the thing is, it's all him. Mm-hmm. Even though he says he got the inspiration from the 10 and 10 challenge, I can't accept that. No. Because <laughs> it's him. I wasn't there putting... The, I wasn't there smacking the food out of your mouth. <laughs> I wasn't there telling you to, you know, get out and go run and stuff. You did that, man. I, it's pretty amazing. It's hard to do. Ugh. 
It is very difficult. I mean, I you know, I didn't really do that well with the 10 and 10 challenge mm-hmm. because I just don't... See, I'm not as strong as someone like Renee, so... But I think, actually, I'm going to try doing it again. You're going to do it again? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to, you know, it doesn't have to be sort of a public thing that, you know, was a huge challenge and everything with blogs and stuff. But, you know, I'm definitely going to try to lose as much as I can before at least my birthday, which is coming up in a few weeks in February. And then just sort of keep going, see how much I can lose by then, and then just keep going after that. It sounds good. Yeah, well, take it in little. If you take it in little steps, mm-hmm. you know that's why I think the ten ten challenge is nice because you have you know just little segments, and if you need to go more, mm-hmm. if you need to lose more, you just keep going mm-hmm. another ten weeks. And that's what I'll do. I'll I'll do my own little ten and ten challenge. If other people want to do it too, that's that's fine. But, mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to make a huge. You're not doing a blog or anything about it. No, I don't want to do like a huge deal about it because... You keep us updated here. I will keep everybody updated. Mostly because I just don't want to have to set myself up for like a huge event kind of thing. And then if I don't need it, then I might feel awful about myself. Aww. That's sad. (laughs) That's the way I work though. Okay. I feel bad when when I don't do things. Well, we do have challenges... Yeah. On Buckeye, actually. Yes, we can segue into the challenges Uh and everything. We actually, uh, I think it was last audio episode, we talked about how we were going to host our future challenges either on Runner Plus or on Buckeye Outdoors, which now has challenges. Mm -hmm. And uh, we couldn't decide which one to use because they both have good points and and bad points and everything, pros and cons. Yeah, and, and we both use them, so it doesn't really matter to us. And we... Put a poll up on the website, and the poll came out way in favor of Buckeye Outdoors. Yeah. I'm not even going to look it up because it's not even close. The poll had for Runner Plus, for Buckeye, or for both. And if you added up both and Runner Plus, you still wouldn't be able to meet how many voted for Buckeye. Yeah, exactly. So it was pretty much a landslide. We figured we'll be hosting our challenges on Buckeye Outdoors dot com from now on so far we already started our 2009 feet running yes here you put it in <laughs> yep it's gonna start january 1st it goes until december 31st and it is the massive ultimate ginormous everything challenge yes it's everything that you could possibly have on buckeye challenge yourself with exactly so there's a um running part the walking part swimming biking Try part. I think it combines all the running, swimming, and uh, biking uh, miles together. Yeah. I don't. We haven't tried that one out yet, so yeah. I don't know how that one really works. Yeah, I don't know. And we also have a weight loss one. Yeah, so maybe I'll start because I never logged my weight on Buckeye Outdoors. Maybe I'll start doing that. See, so that way it'll be easier to track. Yeah, it'll be very easy. And okay. all you do is have to put it in your little calendar on the log. If you log in, you have the little calendar, a little pencil. He's putting your weight there. Okay. Because I know there was some, some questions as to where to put the weight in. Yeah, I had never done it before, so I'm not really exactly sure how to do that. Because I'm also doing the Santa Belly challenge that Juzy set up for the <laughs> Runner's Roundtable. Uh, now the challenge is to get a Santa Belly? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we all want Santa Bellies. <laughs> no, really. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually another 10 and 10 challenge. Well, not 10 and 10. How many weeks was it? It's from Thanksgiving to Christmas? Uh, However many weeks that is. It's like four or something. Yeah. I lost two. 
point two. That's not bad. <laughs> two point two so far, and Christmas isn't even here yet. Yeah, I should probably stop eating chips and stuff though. Duh. So I don't, I don't have willpower. We've had a lot of <laughs> holiday things going on. Anywho. Anywho. So if you go to run, uh, no, sorry. So if you go to Buckeye Outdoors. <laughs> And look up the challenges, you'll find 2009 feet running. And then maybe in the new year, I'll put up some sort of little mini challenges Mm -hmm. that'll be little in between ones. And the nice thing about having the whole year long challenge is that, you know, you get everybody to join up. And, you know, obviously there's some people who know they're not going to win or whatever, but you can still nudge people aside. Yes. There's a lot of banter going on there. Yeah, you can see who is in your immediate vicinity. Mm-hmm. And you know that there's so many different challenges. You have a, you you know you have a better chance at your own sport. You know I'm not a biker, but somebody else is. And the guy who runs like 27 miles a day, seven days a week, yeah. 30 days out of the month. <laughs> yeah, there are some of those people. Wow. That. <laughs> He may not bike as much. Yeah. <laughs> he may not have time. I don't know how you fit yeah. that in, to be honest. <laughs> He's too busy oiling his bionic legs. Yeah. I'm pretty amazed by some of the runners that there that are on there. Yeah. I have to say. <laughs> so if you're more of a biker, you can get it, get yeah. some of those miles in and you can beat that guy for and once. And everybody will beat us at swimming. Yeah, because I don't swim. No, I and mean, I float. Yeah. <laughs> I may have negative miles yeah. on the swimming. Or is it done, done by meters or something? Uh, by uh, yards. Yards. But I think they do translate into miles okay, eventually for, the, um, for the try part. Oh, I see. And you combine all the, all, the, all the bits. I see. It's very interesting. <laughs> Shall we move on to more mail? <laughs> sure, because we got a ton of it. Next email we got was from Mike, uh, also known as Michigan Mike. He writes, I've been following your podcast for a while now, probably about two months, and I really appreciated all the work you did on describing the new Garmin 405 and doing a thorough review of it. On the strength of your review and experience with it, I went ahead and ordered one today. I have a 301, so I'm somewhat familiar with the runner's GPS, but it feels sort of like I'm wearing an Altoids container on my wrist. (laughs) Yeah, those older ones are tough. It's huge... Uh, I'm pretty new to running, having not been able to run much at all the last five years during following a back surgery and some nerve and muscle damage to my left leg from the ruptured disc and surgery. I decided to just go ahead again and see if I could do it all without killing my back since my dog, Millie the Wonder Dog, <laughs> was my old running partner but can't go very far anymore because of our arthritis because she's nearly 13. Aww. Uh, I needed a training partner and that's how I picked up the running blogs. That's nice. That's nice. His goal is a half marathon this coming summer, but I think I'd even settle for a 10K under 115. I'd settle for a 10K under 115, actually. Yeah. Is, uh, what is mine, 119, something like that now? I think it was 116. 116. I'd settle for one under 115 then. <laughs> Someday. So, yeah. Right now, my best has been a 35 minutes flat and a 5K. I think mine is 37 or change, Oh, I think. is it? I yeah. can't remember. It's been a long time since you've had a... Our- a 5K race. Well, actually, I was thinking about trying to find maybe like some 5Ks during the winter, too, because <laughs> they help me stay motivated. So, so you got a lot of things to do. You got 5Ks, losing weight, and mm-hmm. uh, eventually training for a half. Huh? Yeah. You're a busy guy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I figured, I don't know. I don't know when the 5Ks are. I haven't even done any research or whatever, but I figured I'll look up 
see if I can find some races at some point during the winter and maybe try running one of those. And That'd be fun. A couple of those. I'll maybe. join you. Okay. I haven't, done a, I haven't done a 5K in a while either. Yeah. Well, I like the 5K race because it's, you know, I'm used to those and I can at least, you know, try to improve myself a lot yeah. in with those. It's a good race, you mm-hmm. know. It's a quick race. But, um, I'm usually just getting started. I'm such a I'm such a long distance runner type. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's a fun race. It doesn't drain you at the end of it, which is nice. Not like a marathon. No. Thirty five, forty minutes. Yeah. Start to finish. Not too bad. And you're all set. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Mike, I saw his website, and he is one of the winners of the Body for Life Challenge. Really? So he knows all about body, all about challenges. Oh. I saw his picture, and I'm like, wow, he looks really familiar for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> because I had just been looking at the Body for Life Challenge thing. Mm-hmm. Not that I was going to do it, but, you know, I, I've been looking into, like, um, various diet stuff. Yeah. Not so much for weight loss, but just... Well, that stuff just fascinates um, yeah, you because that's I, pretty much you look up tons of that stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of I'm fascinated with change, like how people can change their bodies and their mm-hmm. attitudes and well, whatever change for the good. Yeah, and like I just love looking at those pictures because I think they're mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just fascinating to me and um, you know inspiring too. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely inspiring because he's mm-hmm. all you got all beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to see a picture of this beefcake, if you want a slice of it, uh, go to mikeharris.org. Mm-hmm. We'll put a link on the website, too. Beefcake. 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 And we got another email from Sweet Daddy D. He's the one with the pointer, the crazy pointer. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. Um, he's under a blanket right now. He's like a parrot. <laughs> you, know, you put the blanket on him and he just settles down. <laughs> um, and he uh, wrote us a little bit about treadmills. My health club has all pre-core USA model C956s. They're sturdy as far as I could tell, at least the one I ran on, and didn't heave and grunt when I got on it. I tend to heave and grunt when I get on a treadmill. <laughs> and it didn't say, please get off. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, it was a good treadmill. Uh, and he says he's a dainty Clydesdale. Ah. Which, um, yeah, I can sympathize. Um, here are my suggestions for you, Dan. <laughs> and these are things I would probably try if I was in your shoes and like to run on a treadmill. One, go to a different treadmill store every time you want to run and tell them you want to test it before you buy. Finish your workout and say you'll think about it. Now, eventually, this will not work because they will eventually catch on to you and try to make you buy one. But, hey, drive the car till it dies, I always, <laughs> always told. Uh, as with the above option, number one, uh, number two, go to health clubs, YMCA's, uh, curves. <laughs> you may have to shave your beard, Dan, at this place. Uh, any place that has a treadmill, eventually, you'll eventually wear out your welcome and people will recognize you. But with the high turnover rate of employees at these places, you can start fresh back on square one the first of every year. Ah, see, there you go. Keep you busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three, tell all the treadmill stores you will wear their store logo t-shirts if they will let you run on the display model for a year when you want to run. <laughs> Have them put it in their store window. This will give the store ad time and will also promote fitness. Could potentially sed- sell treadmills for them. You're doing them a favor. Remember, this is when they threaten to call the cops on you for not getting <laughs> off the treadmill after your eighth hill repeat. 
but please refrain from ordering the salesman around. <laughs> like, hey, you, yeah, you go get me a towel and some water, and you might want to get some paper towels and some Lysol also. For some reason they might not like that, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically mooch is what he's yeah, saying. <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, I can mooch. It's a lot of work, though. Yeah. and um, to keep track of a lot of things. Because if I go to several different stores, um, I have to sort of make a calendar of which stores I've been to. Yeah, so you can rotate properly. Yeah, and I don't want to do it so that they start thinking, well, every Tuesday, here comes the short-bearded <laughs> troll man coming in to run on the treadmills. <laughs> of, not like seven days in between each one, but maybe like like nine days. Yeah. Believe that on Christmas Eve I will pass you by. I'll dash away in my magic sleigh, flying through the sky. Jingle, 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 you will hear my sleigh bells ring. I am old Chris Kringle, I'm the king of jingling. Ho, ho, you must believe that on Christmas Eve I will pass you by. I'll dash away in my magic sleigh, flying through. And we got another one from Eric, who writes, Having worked in New Bedford on a commercial fishing boat, a lot of what you describe on your runs takes me back there. <laughs> Do you smell of fishing garbage, I assume? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you must know what New Bedford really smells like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's currently training for a midwinter 10-miler. Uh, and P.S., have you had any other issues or concerns with the Garmin 405? I've asked for one for Christmas. Yeah, it's a good Christmas gift. Yeah. I already got mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even for Christmas. No. Nope. <laughs> I should have the dog chew more things. But uh, no, there's, I mean, other than the problems that we've talked about with the band, mm-hmm. girly wrists, or stretching the band, basically, uh, overstressing it, um, the computer part's really good. I like it a lot. Mm. You know, I think it picks up the signal really well. It's very easy to read. I mm-hmm. like the backlight. It's pretty accurate as mm. far as the... As as the distance far more accurate than your Nike Plus. So is like the touchscreen bezel thing. Is that like a problem? Because no, that, that would worry me because there's not like not many physical buttons on it. No, you know it works really well. Plus you can adjust the sensitivity to it, which is very nice. Um, sometimes I, I tend to turn it on by my by mistake, but you can lock the bezel so that you don't keep doing that okay. and wear out the battery. Plus I love that it it tells you how much it's charged by percentage. Oh, that's good. The the 205 that I had only had about, what, three or four bars? Yeah, something like and that. And <laughs> all of a sudden you had no bars and you'd be out of, out of juice. <laughs> yeah. You can, I, I just like that it's 60% charged. I can judge that. Okay, that'll make it through a six-miler. <laughs> yeah. And the Garmin was um, very nice to me. Mm-hmm. We've gotten a few callers and you know listeners calling in saying they've had trouble with Garmin but everybody was really nice and um, everything was done really quickly mm-hmm. so I can't complain as much as I would like to complain about anything I don't have any reason to actually if we don't complain mm-hmm. then maybe Garmin will like send us some free stuff that would be nice if they're out there listening yeah right <laughs> you doing that dreaming thing again yeah. <laughs> Uh, so um, I hope you uh, do get one for um, Christmas, Eric. I hope Santa is good to you. Yeah. And you get the Garmin 405 because it is pretty cool. It's and, fun, And yeah. you can sort of use it as a watch, too. Yeah, like I think... It's your everyday watch. As a guy, I, I would. Yeah. For me, it's too. It's far too big. Plus, the geocaching's fun. 
Yeah. Can't forget that. We haven't done any geocaching in a while. No, we haven't done any geocaching. We gotta we gotta find some geocaches. There's a couple in Fall River that just tease us every time we drive by them because we know exactly where they are. Yeah. It's just that they're like sort of in public. Very, very busy place. Uh, so thank you very much, Eric. We got another one from Paula. Today was a sad day in my podcasting life as it was the day when I had finally caught up with all of Four Feet Running <laughs> after discovering your awesome show a few weeks ago. Well, I have to tell you, your dream has come true because there's another one on its way. Well, I'm kind of amazed that you listened to all of them in a few weeks. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> seems like a lot of... That seems horrible to do. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these shows are kind of long. I know. Anyway, I live in Brisbane on the east coast of Oz, and I've been running for about a year and a bit, and it is a love-hate thing. It loves to hate me, but anyhow, I think I'm addicted. I guess that way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the same way. I like running, but running hates me. <laughs> it gets better. I have done various 5K, 10K, and the most fun of all, a 12K trail run. Ooh. That's interesting. A 12. We don't really have those here. Because we don't do many Ks. Remember, we have trouble with the whole metric system here in this country. Yeah. Uh, I have just got a spot to run in the New York Marathon November 2009 which is my real big goal, but by then I think it will be as much about the changes I made in my life as it is about the running. You see, two years ago I was 26 years old, 270 pounds, sick and depressed. Then I discovered the gym, a personal trainer, and running. I'm now down to about 180 pounds, I'm no longer sick or depressed, and I'm rediscovering what life one day at a time. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, my heart went out to Dan on his first 10K race, <laughs> as I believe I matched the time down to the minute in placing on my first one. Yeah, that was a tough one for you. <laughs> that was pretty tough, but I've done, um, I've done a little better. I may even try another 10k if I can find a 10k race that has a lot of people. A lot of it's actually really hard around here for some reason. We don't have a lot of 10ks. There are more fives around here yeah. than tens, but I can find a 10k with a lot of people in it. Maybe mm-hmm. yeah, I'll try one of those. That'd Work my good. way up to that. It would be nice in between before I do the the half. Mm-hmm. For the worldwide half. Uh, and she does have a blog, by the way. It's uh, runpaularun.com. Just in the process of adding more running stuff right now. And she writes, uh, but don't think that you're being stalked by some weirdo when Bugle Girl starts to add you on Twitter, <laughs> as that's my online name. She plays a bugle. <laughs> those are the ones that wake you up in the morning, right? Those are the, that's the, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. I could use one of those. If I had a bugle going off when I wake up in the morning, it would I'd get arrested because you shouldn't be blowing bugles at that hour. No. Isn't that like um, arsenic and old lace? Wasn't he blowing That's a bugle right. yeah. running up the stairs and the cops kept coming over? Yeah, Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> and Paula also says, P.S. I hate T.J. Runner. <laughs> Wow, she wrote, you know, it's been going on a long time. That has been going on for a while. I'm okay with that. People who might not know, TJ Runner is one of our biggest fans <laughs> out there. Just one of the biggest fans, but at the same time also hates us and everything we stand for. Yeah. Was that like a year and a half ago she wrote oh, that? That was like, like that. one of those early podcasts. Yeah. Which, you know, I kind of can't blame her. Those were kind of hard to listen to. Dage, drop us an email. <laughs> haven't heard from you in a while since you said you hated our guts. 
Come on. We also got another one from Dan Pat B. Love the video on the snow. What did you record that on? Anyway, I'm just west of Chicago. Winter is still two weeks off, but it feels like it has been here for two weeks. There's a permafrost with about four inches of snow over ice. <laughs> it's not like that here. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, went for five today, settled for three and eight degree temperatures. Too cold, too soon. And by the way, on the run, listen to Trilogy and thought you guys, Four Feet and Trilogy, should try to do a run together in the season of goodwill to all men and women. It would be a chance to build bridges or at least provide me with an entertaining podcast. The thing about uh, the thing about Trilogy, uh, the guys from Trilogy running, though, and I don't want to keep going on about them or whatever, is that they do exhibit sort of a classic uh, obsessive stalker behavior. Yeah. Because if it started out saying, you know, we love you guys, you're great. I don't know how I can live a week without having your show. I'm going to make you a key to my house. (laughs) And then I'm picturing you naked. Is that them in the window? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Why are they picturing you naked? I'm a little concerned. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, you know, we had that um, issue in the woods when we had a pee yeah. <laughs> real bad. And then all of a sudden, they have. Yeah, they peed. Copycats. Yeah, it's like single white podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen to Trilogy Running. It's very good. Very good show. Very entertaining. Trilogyrunning.com. Um, and we got another one from Kathy who writes, Thanks for video number two. I commend you two on braving the slippery snow. Yeah, it's very glad it's not me running in the snow and getting sprayed by the car tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of stinks, that part. Kathy's originally from Massachusetts. So, and she's glad to ha- that you have your Garmin back. Yeah, me too. She's in it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of the running in snow, we got another email from Rosie who recommended yaktracks.com. Yeah, we've gotten a few um, suggestions for yak tracks or getting, um, what do you call them? The things you put on your shoes so you don't fall. Those like uh, tread kind yeah. of things. Like it's, yak tracks are sort of like these weird like cable things. Yeah, they look like cable wires that go on your shoes. You slip them on. Yeah. So I, I read that they're pretty good over ice and snow. I think we might have to get some. I know. Seeing as we're not getting a treadmill. I had gotten some suggestions on Twitter, too, mm-hmm. for exactly yak tracks. So apparently everybody loves them when they have them. So maybe we'll take a look at those. They're only about 20 bucks. Yeah, that's not too bad. from Adolfo, a first-time listener, who said, I really enjoyed number 49 today. I was at the East Side YMCA in Green Bay and needed some inspiration. I started listening to you based on recommendations through iTunes podcasts. And I, uh, I've seen him on Twitter, and he was asking about all kinds of recommendations for other running podcasts mm-hmm. that you could try out. Because uh, there are a slew of them right there now. There are a lot of them now. If you don't like one, I'm sure there's another one that you would like. Yeah. And vice versa, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you can find, I recommended that he go to runningpodcasts.org, mm-hmm. which has um, a ton of uh, information about all the different, all the sort of the, the podcasts that uh, Nigel, who runs the site, is aware of. 
uh, and he puts those up on there and includes all the feeds and everything, and it's really easy to find them and get a hold of them. Yep. Go to runningpodcast.org. And that reminds me that um, a second ago, a while ago anyway, I forgot to answer the question about what we recorded the video with. Oh, yeah. There's a few of those uh, Dan, Pat, B asked, actually. We, uh, we just used two point-and-shoot digital cameras. I have a Kodak EasyShare M753, and you have a Canon PowerShot A95. Yeah, not, not very expensive ones. Very simple. But I, I thought they had a pretty good picture. And now I know how to actually use my camera because I can change the settings on the video. So the next one might look better from my point of view. Yeah. We were accidentally shooting at a different video size. But then when you put it together, it wasn't too bad. But I thought it looked pretty good, mm-hmm. considering they're just point-and-shoot cameras. And the sound wasn't too bad either. Yeah. It picked up really well. Yeah, we didn't do anything. Surprisingly. The, yeah, we didn't do anything for the sound at all. Yeah, and we edited everything on our Mac. Pretty easy. It's a great thing about Macs. Yeah. You can do everything on them. Um, so, sorry about that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, also we got some uh, voice messages too mm-hmm. that we should play too. The first one is from Dan. Actually, it's the same Dan. There you go. See, <laughs> right, right back. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Hi, Nick and Dan. This is Dan. I just finished listening to your podcast. Actually, I listened to two pod, several podcasts today because I was doing my long run. And then I was doing yard work, and I was listening to yours, and I listened to Run One Live, and I noticed you guys must be thinking alike, because you both had uh, things on about treadmills, and uh, I found them both very interesting in their own ways. Anyways, I was going to tell you also, I was the guy who wrote in about using the knife on the Garmin. Well, apparently that doesn't work for long, because my Garmin doesn't work at all anymore, and I'm not quite sure if it was... If I accelerated the demise or not, but I just got online and I was kicking around getting another Garmin. I ended up, I did end up buying the 305, so we'll see how that works out. But just want you guys to know, I think you're doing a great job and uh, keep it up. Yes, thank you very much for that. Yeah, thanks. And um, sorry to hear about your Garmin. Yeah. So I guess don't scrape the little thingies with yeah. the knife then. Okay, good to know. Yeah. I'm not going to scrape things. No. Just leave it I'd be too afraid anyway. <laughs> not that handy. Yeah. But we've gone over that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't broken anything in at least two days. Yeah, it's been a couple of days. You haven't busted anything at all. I haven't touched anything. That's why. Yeah. I just sent you to go touch stuff. I know. <laughs> go fix this. I know. That's fine. I'd rather, I'd rather do it myself than have it broken. Yeah. <laughs> And we got a couple of voicemail messages from a good friend Gordon. Yep. <laughs> oh, you should never say you missed my comments. You've only you've only added fuel to the fire. I mean, I'm going to have to put together new audio monologues and dramatic uh, representations of my running and call them in. And and you're you're only causing a bigger problem. I'm warning you. I'm warning you about me. So this is Gordon from Running to Disney, RunToDisney.com. Um, I'm driving to a meeting i got to go to tonight, and um, I thought I'd give you some random life comments to make up for missing last uh, last episode. A um, couple of rules of life I think we all should follow. If you're in your 50s and your mom is still at the gas station buying you a carton of Sonoma Full Flavor 100 cigarettes, I think you've got issues bigger than the affording the cigarettes. Uh, really, I just saw an 85-year-old mother 
write a check to buy some 50-year-old guy a, a carton of cigarettes. And what was worse, as soon as he asked for the cigarettes, he started coughing, one of those uncontrollable, I think I'm going to get something uh, from this cough kind of coughs. And so it was kind of embarrassing. But anyway, um, I've also uh, been listening to the uh, Trilogy Running guys, and they're really talking a lot of smack at you guys, especially about your hair, Dan. And uh, I really want to uh, send them an email and tell them to be thankful you know, that, that they have hair and that you have hair. Coming from a, a man who's been bald for the past five years, and the only hair he can muster is that beneath his lip and chin, um, uh, any hair, whether it's naturally uh, oily or not, uh, is to be appreciated and valued deeply. Uh, so also, I'm going to also maybe try to start a pick a fight with the trilogy running guys. Uh, you know, I don't have enough problems in my life. I need two guys from uh, I think that are from the south. They sound like me. They got accents like me. Uh, maybe we can get some sort of uh, uh, civil war of running and get Ken Burns to write a documentary. Also, uh, I'm going to let you go now, but I'm also putting together, and I'm spending more time on this than I should, a, uh, a Christmas special call-in for your show, which I call Four Feet Running, A Christmas Carol. It will involve the ghosts of running present, past, and future, and it will probably involve the ugly trilogy running guys somewhere in there. Anyway, hope you guys have great runs. Enjoy the show always, and uh, thanks for letting me uh, waste time on your, uh, your little phone-in thing here. So uh, I'll see you later. And to steal something from Steve Runner, run long. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, so now he's going after Trilogy, guys. Good. Amazing. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're like the, uh, the real bad boys of running. Yeah. So they are... Yeah, they they pick fights and stuff. Yeah, well, they want them. I mean, yeah. they had a whole episode about how they want to pick fights, and yeah, I'm not sure that's very Christmas spirit or not. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, uh, and he's also going to be thinking about doing a Christmas Carol type running thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. It sounds a little familiar. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, it's Gordon again. Um, so much for doing a Christmas Carol joke. I just listened to Fidipidations, and Steve Runner's doing Christmas Carol, so I'm not about to do that. Everybody think I'm ripping off Fidipidations, and now I'm going to start calling him Runner, like uh, like Seinfeld called Newman. Newman. Runner. All right, well, anyway, well, maybe I should do something Southern-themed, since, uh, since uh, Steve Runner probably hadn't been to the South recently. I could do a Faulkner, maybe take off on running, maybe, you know, uh, go down Runner, as I lay running, uh, the sound in the runner, the runner and the fury, uh, maybe Flannery O'Connor, a uh, good runner's hard to find. I don't know. I, I'm all I'm all messed up now, thanks to Fidipidations. Anyway, all right, more later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, vote for uh, Flannery O'Connor. <laughs> yeah, I vote for Faulkner. Actually. Well, I love both of those, actually. Mm. It's funny you should mention those, because those are both two of my absolutely favorite authors. Yeah. Faulkner and Flannery O'Connor. They make some good writers down south. Yes, they do. And how? Because there's so much interesting stuff going on down there. I know. Apparently. So many epic stories. And all those peacocks. Yeah. Like, say, Smokey and the Bandit is another one. <laughs> That's yeah, another very epic. epic story of the South. <laughs> anyway, but you can hear the, um, even though he, you can't do the um, Christmas Carol thing, um, at least, you know, you can listen to Fidipidations. He's got one. Mm-hmm. He's got that going on. And there happen to be a couple of people on there that you might know. Yeah. And you can always hear Gordon mm-hmm. at his podcast, Run to Disney. That run to Disney.com? Is it run to Disney.com or running to Disney.com? Try both. 
<laughs> Look at my Google reader. <laughs> Get it right in there. We will have this answer for you in one second. Running to Disney. Running to Disney. But is it a, it's run, at run, run to Disney. Run to Disney dot com. Gordon, you're confusing us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's run to Disney dot com. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> at this video on his website but that kid looks really sad yeah i just like looking at the kid <laughs> I, I haven't even seen the video yet i just like looking at the kid just saying yeah anyway this has been very very long we'll get out of here and everything if you want to leave us email you can uh send stuff to four feet running at gmail.com with a number four feet running at gmail.com you can also check out the blog and the show notes and photos and things at fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com number four feetrunning.blogspot.com you can check us out on twitter uh check out the blog for more details about that runner's round table too yeah did you mention that no i didn't you can listen to the runner's round table at runnersroundtable.com which we'll be talking about treadmills next yeah, I believe so. Live on Talk Shoe with uh, a whole bunch of other Ruttering podcasters and bloggers. Mm-hmm. You can give us a phone call also, like Gordon did, at 206-350-1677. That number again is 250. No, it's not. It's not 250. <laughs> it's 205-350-1677. I don't know how you remember that. I don't, well, I don't, no, it's not even that. It's 206-350-1677. Anyway, go to the website. It's on there. You're just saying that. You don't know how I remember that. I just hear numbers now that make no sense. (laughs) 206-350-1677. I wish it spelled something, because then I could just say the word. I know. Oh, anyway. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And lots of good is for you and for me. So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick hanging on a Christmas tree. It's holiday season. So hoop dee doo and dickery dock. Don't forget to hang up your sock cause just exactly at 12 o'clock he'll be coming down the chimney coming down the chimney coming down the chimney down happy holiday happy holiday while the merry bells keep ringing happy holiday I don't even want to know how that came out.